Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right. It's Thursday night. That means it's Beer Show Night here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com, also available on Podcast One. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores by my side. Hello, Michael. Did you talk on Sushere about this being the saddest day of the year? Yes, it came it's up. So frustrating, isn't it? Well, it is the longest day of the year. But yes, no, but, but now laments. we're going right back into winter. <laughs> are you a 21st or two? Honest to God, I absolutely really am. Are. It breaks my God, heart. people are weird. Six months of the year, all I do is hope that the days get longer, and then six months of the year, I dread that the days are getting shorter. But 12 months of the year, you think about beer. <laughs> yes, that's all you think about. <laughs> that was about. well done. Thank you very Thanks. much. I'm a, I'm a broadcast You've genius. You've done this once or twice. Uh, our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits are here with us in studio because we do have a somewhat abbreviated version of the beer show, so we didn't want to hesitate and get right to uh, the nitty-gritty of this show. And Ryan is here from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, uh, the two best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, folks, at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And new daddy Ryan is here in studio. Well, kind of new daddy, Not but... Quite, yeah. You get to celebrate yeah, kind yeah. of your first Father's Day over the weekend. So yeah. congratulations Thank to you, you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, this is a fun segment. Every single week, uh, we highlight a different and cool craft brewer uh, in and around everywhere. Right, yeah. You, you mentioned the White Bear store, right? And, yes. And I should say, you know, the, the White Bear store, I think this week, is three years old. You're kidding and me. I know. Time is flying. Holy it's crap. Incredible. Um, that store, you know, a lot of us going into White Bear Lake had to do with a certain brewery that was already there, right? Mm-hmm. And they're good friends of ours. Big Wood is in studio with us tonight. They kind of helped blaze that trail out in the northeast suburbs, specifically White Bear Lake, to kind of prime prime the area for a store like Elevated. So we're really grateful for those guys. We've got Jay Moore in studio here with us tonight representing for Big Wood. How are you Thanks. doing, Jay? I'm doing great. Welcome Thanks for back. having me. Now, uh, I'm looking at a couple of uh, different creations because you guys, you know, how long have you guys been in the market and how long have you guys been doing it at Big Wood now? Well, tap room four years, beer in the market about five, five okay. and a half. Okay, because you guys are one of those where you kind of know and you can identify w- with you know your, your, your staples, you know your go-to beers at Big Wood, but I'm seeing something completely new in front of me. What is this? So we have a little concoction that we made for our White Bear Lake community called Wheat Bear Lake. Nice. And it was made specifically for our Manitou Days celebration that we do once a year in White Bear Lake, and it's a fantastic elixir. Very proud of it. When is Mani- Mani- Manitoba Days? Manitou. Manitou Days. Or as some people call it, Manitou. But we don't <laughs> do that when we're Whiteberians. Right. So it's uh, it started last Thursday, our kickoff of Market Fest, and then the big parade was last Friday. Okay. Got it. Got it's it. on it's every Market time. Fest. Are you busy every, is it, what is it, every Thursday night? No, Market Fest is what? Every yeah, Thursday night. it's yes. every Thursday. Yeah, it is crazy down there. It is crazy because I know our parking lot fills up and I think, 
where's everybody? There's no one in the store, and our parking lot's packed. <laughs> oh, I see. Because you're, you're got, you guys have a store right by yeah, them, like don't a you? block away from yeah, there. Right yeah, in fact, I think most of my team probably goes over there and drinks, and then comes back to work. I would too. I'm making that up. They don't. <laughs> um, so that is cool, and I know you you guys have a lot of civic pride, both of you, right. being that the, you know White Bear Lake is your hometown. Yeah, Tom and I are from White Bear. You know, we we were. So stoked to get back to White Bear through the through the store, and it's just been an incredible experience so far these last three years. Uh, we, you know, we we have a cool community over there. You know, between Big Wood and uh, you know a few of the bars uh, like the Square, and and is it still called the Station? I'm not even sure anymore. Manitou Grill, Manitou Grill. Yep. Those guys do an incredible job too. So it's really kind of cool to see how it's come together. Don't want to forget Fratelloni's, of course. Thank you. you know. What's the little bar that's right next to the tavern? Um, Oh, it's that little one. It's like two red booths and a bar. Six seventeen. Six seventeen. That was where yeah. I drank when I was twenty one. <laughs> that was the day I turned twenty one. That's where I drank at the six seventeen. It's a classic. Why yeah. did you go to White Bear Lake? Uh, because we had a store there, and I uh, my brother took me out, and we went to the six seventeen, and I threw up macaroni and cheese for like eight hours after that. So it was pretty impressive. <laughs> macaroni and cheese. <laughs> what first, a ring right? endorsement! It was really well. The six seventeen doesn't doesn't care about the endorsement. Trust me, they could care less. Right. <laughs> I do remember this was many many years ago, and this don't take this the wrong way, but you could drink there super super late well beyond the time and then the police would drive by on white bear lake and kick their lights on and then they'd say oh we gotta close like the the that way was the that signal. was the the, yeah. the bad signal was the police kicked on their lights outside everybody's got to go at three o'clock in the morning instead of a little earlier fantastic that might not be true so more illegal drinking conversations <laughs> next no i'm kidding uh but 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 back to uh back to white bear and you know i've i've been to the store a couple of times it's just not really in my neck of the woods but one thing that I'm always extremely impressed with was just how you know scenic the city is first and foremost. But people rally around each other a, a lot in that city or in that community. Am I wrong? Oh no, you're absolutely right. And I, you know, it was it was kind of surprising for us coming into the town as a business just how dedicated uh, you know the White Bear population was to Big Wood. It sure. was just like it was incredible. I mean, you know, we sold a lot of Big Wood in Minneapolis, but we were blown away at just how these guys have really kind of staked their claim in their hometown. They have their turf and, you know, the beer is great that that goes without saying, but they have this incredible tap room too. And Jay, maybe you can tell us a little bit about where that exactly is located and, and uh, what the setup's like. Yeah. So we are in the old historic part of White Bear. And if you haven't been to White Bear, you really need to get there because the thing about White Bear is there are very few small towns left in the Twin Cities Metro. When you think of uh, a city having its kind of iconic feel, kind of the Norman Rockwellish look, White Bear is definitely there. Sure, mm-hmm. White Bear has it, and there aren't very many of those. No. So we are located in a 108, 109-year-old building. From what I understand, it used to be the first YMCA in Minnesota. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And there's only been, I think, a couple of dead people in the building over the years. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not a bad thing over that many years. So. The first YMCA, just think of the stuff that happened in that building oh, over man. the years. A lot of and sweating. Just, just in the 70s when that YMCA song was real popular. Just that alone. <laughs> the building cringes every time it's played inside its exterior. So it's it's a it's a great building. We have an event center above us. There is a martini bar out in the other side of the building, and then we have our own little pocket carved out. We have like a cheers feel where you walk in, you walk down a few stairs, you can overlook the whole crowd, and it's just got a warm vibe. No TVs. You actually talk there. 
Most people don't have their phones out. And the conversation, the din in there at times is overbearing. It's great. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. harkens back to the days of old. Bigwood Brewery is the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Jay, I want to ask you about the landscape. I mean, I obviously you guys are, you know, you're identified with the city of White Bear Lake. But you mentioned, you know, five years ago and where you guys were at. How, how has the landscape for you personally and do you think in general changed from then until now? We were just kind of having this conversation a few minutes ago, and it has changed dramatically out there. With the influx of breweries coming in, it's incredible how many how many have started now and how many have come since we were there mm-hmm. and what it has done as far as the uh, the sales go out there. And it is a hyper-local type of, yep. type of environment out there. And, um, you know, really, you have to own your own home. And from there, if you do a good job... And if you have good beer and if you have, you know, the, the right personality out there, you can start getting beyond your borders. And So it's kind of like college recruiting. Kind of like college recruiting, <laughs> yeah. Chris, totally. See how I tied that into the draft? I, I like that. God, yes. I'm on fire tonight. You are. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, a hundred and some years ago when we had a, a brewery on every corner, which was the bar, right? They, they weren't able to move beer across the nation and make it drinkable. So we had a ton of little these little microbrews, and they owned their four-block neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Well, White Bear Lake can't have 20 breweries, and it. it's not big enough, right? Downtown White Bear Township. But you can own, literally own those two square miles, and that's a pretty darn good business for you as your foundation. And then you hope that your beer is strong enough to make it in the elevateds of the world outside of their White Bear store in Minneapolis and have people say, oh, I've heard about Bigwood. I want to drink some of that. That's absolutely true. Yes, absolutely true. And that, that I think you hit it right on the head there. And and Ryan, we're, we're coming to Minneapolis this week, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, we're going to have a tasting at the Minneapolis store on Friday from 5 to 7. That's free as always. We'll have uh, virtually the whole lineup from Big Wood at the Minneapolis and Wiper Lake Tasting. That Wiper Lake Tasting is 3 to 5 on Saturday. Um, you know, just kind of getting back to what you guys were talking about before in terms of just owning your home, but then having word of mouth sort of uh, be the, the 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 mechanism to to get people outside of your own turf. That's kind of how you guys came up, right? I mean, you... You guys were home brewing, entering, uh, entering into beer fest before you really even had the brewery, and people demanded your beer so much, especially Morningwood, that they kind of like it. it kind of got the ball rolling for the entire business, correct? That's absolutely one hundred percent true. Yeah, um, the brewery actually won um, the Autumn Brew Review two years in a row with Morningwood without even having any beer in the marketplace. That's incredible. How's that possible? I'm not sure. I don't think you could do. Not that, that today. I'm diminishing it. That's incredible. <laughs> but how's that possible? I, I guess that's that's. Wow, that's amazing. There's probably a couple firsts in there, and there's probably a couple sure. lasts in there, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when, for me anyway, because when I see, when I walk in Elevated, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm looking at, you know, because I'm, I'm the annoying guy that'll take the staff, say, I, I want something new, give me something else to try or whatever. But I but I can identify with, I know exactly where your guys' beer is in, ex, in, that, in that exact spot of the cooler. And that's a big deal, because with the allocation, as Ryan was mentioning, you know, you're fighting for shelf space. And... I was just asked this maybe two weeks ago from someone that's trying to start up a brewery. And I said, get your ducks in a row because if you're not making great beer, you're going to drown. I mean, you might be able to survive based upon residential and right in your own backyard. But if you want to get big, you better you better be making great beer or you're just you're, you're going to be fighting a losing battle. Most important. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the beer is it. 
I wonder yeah. when the time somebody like Jay, you know, who owns a brewery, says, you know, I want to put another brewery in Eden Prairie. And he comes up with just another brewery tap room name and a whole new concept. Because now it is getting so hyper local. You can have a very, very successful and profitable Screw Eden room. Prairie. I want one in Carver. Well, Make in this Carver. Happen. But, you know, you might not want to say, oh, I want two Bigwood locations. You might come up with a whole different concept. And that would still be a really valid business. Is that, does that seem so weird? But what, what, I mean, like restaurateurs, they don't make, you don't sure. have every restaurant be the same. You open up different labels of restaurants. But how do the laws work in I this think state? It's ownership based, correct? So yeah. I, I think I think you're as an owner, you're only allowed yeah. one tap room in the state. Really, is my understanding. That's well, what you I could own too. a totally different corporation and have a different. I mean, another maybe, law maybe I'm going to fight. Around it. Yeah, I mean, but doesn't that seem odd? I think. I think so. There's no tap room out there that has two locations that. Uh, Trying to think. No, you can't. Not no, here. Well, you, no, can you can in other states. Yeah, but you can't yeah, do that here. You can't do that here. Okay. And even if it was a different car. Wow. Yeah. We Thank, you, Minnesota. Here every single, Thank you, Minnesota. Every single More week. Laws. We're going to step aside for just a quick moment and come back with our friends from Elevated and, of course, Jay from Bigwood Brewery. You're listening to The Beer Show live right here on 1500 ESPN. How to like beer. You're tuned in to The Beer Show. Taste your beer. Letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. Hello again. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's a Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. That's right. We're in the middle of the weekly beer run right here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. Reavers, Fratelloni, Ryan from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and our buddy Jay from Bigwood Brewery is here in studio. We did mention, by the way, that tasting. That's worth repeating. Uh, these are really cool uh, opportunities, folks, for you to go try local, free craft beer. Friday from 5 to 7 at the Minneapolis store. Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. It's just a good opportunity because you guys do such a fantastic job of highlighting great craft beer and a lot of great local craft beer. Right. And it's always, for me, it's always fun to to just try beers, right? Even if it's beer that you think you've, you remember or that you've tried before, it's good to revisit. Um, Big Wood has an incredible lineup of those, those staple beers that you're, again, you're so used to seeing in the cooler. You know you can go to time and time again. You can try those beers. But I talked to Jay at the break. And it sounds like we're going to do one of those little elevated, you know, notch above the rest type tastings. We're nice. going to do we're going to do a sneak preview of a new beer they have coming out. And I oh think boy. it comes out next week. Is that right, Jay? Can you tell us about this beer? Yeah, I'd love to. So we have a brand new beer coming out. It's called Dr. Azaka. <laughs> and it is bad. It bad bean and good. Okay. It is awesome. I was going to say, well, that is yeah, not what is. you want to say. Yeah. You sold that one. Don't yeah. ever drink it. <laughs> ever. it and he said like, it like with such passion, too. I was like, well, that's a let It dog. tastes <laughs> like dishwater. <laughs> I was actually going to add another word to it, okay. and it just didn't really And then you like thought, the right I shouldn't yeah, say I that on the radio. On the radio. Not. So tell me about it. What is it? So it's a single hop pale ale. And it is very hazy, which is Ooh. what people are looking for. Is there enough and, uh, there for you to let the beer show host try some after the show's over? Well, Ryan and I have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Current negotiations. <laughs> so, yes, it's, uh, it's something that we've had in our tap room for about a year, and we can't keep it in. So when we brew oh, it, really? it, it flies out of our tap room just like that. Well, And I got to tell you, I, I know it's so cliche to be the guy that goes with the co- current you know, hot trend. I absolutely love hazy beers. I really, I really do. It's, it's, I will say outside of some of the really great double IPAs that came out, 
It's my favorite since doing this show. I, I absolutely love the hazy beers. I think they're great. You're not alone. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to see Bigwood finally putting this in the cans too, because we've, you know, so many times been to the tap room and had a chance to have this beer, but now to see it coming in cans, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible to see those tastings again, one in Minneapolis, one in White Bear Friday in Minneapolis, five to seven White Bear is three to five on Saturday. And I think we'll have either a growler or a crawler of this for people to try cool. in anticipation of the release next week. So, Jay, this is just available at the tap room. Yeah, as of right now. So okay. it's coming out in cans. So, yeah, our, our brewer, Ty McBee, he nailed it with this. It's awesome. He absolutely nailed it. It's something that uh, it's it's meant for all day. It's a 4.7 ABV. Perfect. 40 IBU. So it's mm-hmm. got plenty of zip and tang, but it's it's just nice and mellow on the backside. Mm-hmm. It is spectacular, people. So when you say a single hop I, uh, IPA, hazy IPA, I obviously understand what single hop means, but is that a big deal? Is that is that harder to do? Is that what hop did you use? Are most IPAs multiple hop? Did I not know that? Or most IPAs are multiple hop, okay. and you know the thing about this, I can't I, for whatever reason I can what never is. remember sure. what hop. Oh wait, Azaka, Doctor Azaka, that's the name. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. um, yeah, you know it when you're when you're adding multiple hops, the complexity rises, and you and you can kind of hide certain things in a beer, if mm-hmm. you will. Well, this one just turned out so well with an Azaka alone, just mm-hmm. a naked Azaka hop that, why hide anything? Let's bring it out. Let's accentuate it. So, so is there what, any fear that this thing blows up and you don't have the right amount of futures purchased for this hop where you can't make it anymore? Is that a legitimate thing or is this hop a very, very readable, ready, uh, ready, ready and reliable, readily available, readily, readily readily. available hop? Uh, this is a glamorous hop, so it is, it's a little tougher to get, but okay. you know, I, I like the way you're thinking and that's a nice problem to have. I hope we get there. Sure. <laughs> well, that would be nice. Although you have to start buying futures now. Note to self. So <laughs> when you're talking about a limited release like this and given the success you guys have had with this beer in years previous, this will what be available for about three and a half hours or what are we talking here? So we are planning on having this about 45 days in the market. You're joking me. And that's about it. Wow. Yeah. But that's, again, that's that's a good, because you yeah. want to increase the demand and get people to your tap room. Well, and, and this, now that you said that, it means it'll probably be like 15 days. Yes. Right? <laughs> we planned for 45 days. Four days later, we were out. It's yes. like that commercial with the avocados. When yes. everybody runs into the store because <laughs> yeah. the avocados are going to be gone. And then they're going to be gone. I don't know why yes. I just thought of that. That's really, really Given weird. Given the avocado. So I got to write this price. down. What's it called again, Jay? Dr. Azaka. Dr. Azaka from Bigwood mm-hmm. Brewery. I'm going to have to write this down. Because and it's a bright is... blue can. It's, it's absolutely just, it's really hot. Looking yeah. So what else do you have? Because, you know, uh, we, we I seem like I know Bigwood pretty well because I've been out there a lot. Can you tell me what if I'm sitting here in, in Eden Prairie and I want to taste what you have, what should I be drinking first? Well, it really depends on what your what your palate is, but I'll tell you what. This time of year, you can't go wrong with our Amigo Grande, mm-hmm. our Mexican-style lager. I mean, that is summertime in a can. Sure. Um, our fine IPA, which is a tremendous IPA. You know, it's got all the hops that, that make it really good, including Mosaic and uh, Azaka, mm-hmm. so that one. Our Jack Savage Pale Ale, spectacular. Our Morningwood, which is a coffee stout. Can never go wrong with that. Wicked X IPA. Does, does morning wood just stop in the summer, or do you sell a decent amount of that still? We sell a decent amount in the summer. Okay. It's just yeah. that popular of a beer now. That's yeah. Okay. Well, people yeah. like to brunch with that year round too. You do know? they? It's, it's kind of like yeah. yeah there's a few coffee beers out there that sure. Think, Why know, not? Play year round. You can't drink reason. all day if you don't start in the morning. That's a good point. <laughs> I never um, thought of it. I want to hold you guys over for one more. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sounds great. Bigwood Brewery is here, uh, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. We will be going to NBA draft coverage right after this. You're listening to the Beer Show. This is the Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. 
Final segment of the beer show here on 1500 ESPN. Reavers, Fratelloni, our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits. Ryan is here and Jay from Big Wood Brewery. We will join NBA draft coverage as we're monitoring the guy that looks like the teacher from South Park, uh, Adam uh, Silver. He looks like if E.T. Garrison. If E.T. became someone in real life, that's what he looks like. All these kids look like they're going to barf. Don't so the they? Phoenix Suns are on the clock. and uh, They'll have five minutes to make the, uh, okay, make gotcha. the first pick, which and is going to be DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. He looks like he's just going to pass out, doesn't he? Well, look at he's breathing hard. He's like, it is a pretty big moment for these absolutely. Kids. It know, is. It's, it's a pretty, huge moment. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about beer. And I did have a couple of questions. We talked, you know, marketplace, and we talked about transition from when you kind of get your your start as a brewery to to kind of maintaining that success, which you guys have had a big run up in up in White Bear Lake. And how do you? What what's kind of the next phase then for 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 a brewery like you guys where you've had a good five years under your belt and is it still just kind of we just want to keep cycling in and cycling out these really great beers and maintaining the quality or what is the forecast for you guys for the next five years for for Bigwood Brewery? Five years is a long time out, so we won't go that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, what we're trying to do is innovate as much as possible, come up with some of the best recipes we possibly can. And find out what the market is looking for, and with our with our great partners like Elevated out there, you know they're they're more than willing to let us know what's working and what's not working, and um, you know that that's kind of the way we want to roll with it at this point. Just sure. keep just keep our our people innovating, which well, is I awesome. I think the innovating around what people like is a really good plan, and you know we know that these hazy these hazy beers, these hazy IPAs, these hazy pills are doing a really good job in the marketplace. But the problem with a lot of them is you can only have one, right? So, Mike, that's your your kind of great thing. You know? If I was selling them, I'd want to sell more than one every time. I yeah. So, but this Doctor Izaka, I think, is a really good example of innovating around what's already working, and in the fact that it is uh, more sessionable, it's drinkable. You know, it doesn't weigh on you. It doesn't feel like you're you're you know just kind of completely weighted down after mm-hmm. you have a, a, a glass or two of this. So, I think that's smart. I think it's it's important to kind of. Listen to what the market's telling you, but then also kind of add, you know, what you guys want to do. And, and what you do is is make, you know, great beer, and uh, and this is a great innovation. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you, Ryan, um, you you pretty much answered my, my question right away, but with the growth of these hazy IPAs, I mean, are you getting inundated with requests are we calling for them beers hazy like that? Or are we calling them New England IPAs? Which, which one are we going to pick? I think hazy's kind of taken over. You know, well, because New England is identified as a as a section as opposed right. to a generality. Is that is that fair? I would I would agree. I okay. think you know people call them you know Northeast IPAs, New England IPAs, mm. hazy IPAs, haze bros, whatever you want to call okay. them. You know? So it's just it's one of those things where it has a few different names. But I feel like people identify with hazy. The they quickest. get it. Yeah. All right. So, but you are getting. You, is this one of the most requested style of beers that you get at your stores? There's no doubt. You know, but you like anything. You know, this thing is it's it's really hot and how sustainable it's going to be is going to be dependent upon how drinkable it is. Sure. And, and I think that that's why Dr. Izaka here is a, is a great candidate. So we know success. the next one. We know what it's going to be after the hazy. We know it's going back to totally drinkable lagers, right? Everyone's making a super drinkable lager. Now. Here's the thing. For, for years now, I feel like it's been, you know, eventually these malty beers are going to come back. Sure. Or eventually these lagers are going to come back. But IPA is really what just kind of keeps on getting reinvented. Okay. So it's just like the IPA category. So it's in that category. Is the next big yes, thing. I think, I think okay. it's going to be a new a new innovation, or maybe just uh, returning to an old innovation from the, from what was already you know kind of what helped start the craft beer craze, which is like more of those 
English IPAs or whatever mm. it is, West Coast IPAs, Session IPAs, IPAs drive the market. And okay. I think that we, we continue to see that despite what some people might think. I think that's funny because I remember what, three or four years ago, you and I were talking about sours and how sours like, yeah. man, sours are really going to be big. They're still like 1% of sales or whatever, but they do well. They I mean, do well. sours do do well and barrel aged beers do really well. But in terms of just the, you know, the what, what moves the market and, and what keeps people interested in craft beer, it seems to be. So those Jay, do you have an opinion on that? What IPA is going to be the hot one that you guys are looking out till next year? Are you still sitting on the, uh, the hazy for a while? Well, I'm, I'm, Honestly, I think any IPA that is well done and uh, has the flavor profile that people are looking for is going to do well. All right, let's step aside for just a quick second. Adam Silver's at the podium. Let's head to the Barclays Center for that first overall pick. And the University of Arizona. Mike Schmitz, player profile. Aiton is a physical freak at 7'1", 260 pounds, runs the floor like a deer, can catch lobs, can stretch the floor to three. There are questions about his defensive ability. He can switch on the perimeter, but not much of a rim protector. Going to have to improve defensively to live up to his franchise center potential. All right, so as Manny predicted last hour, DeAndre Aiton is the first overall pick in the draft to the Phoenix Suns. Way to go, Manny. You're a brilliant NBA Thanks to uh, Woj, who pretty much no, no, no. spoiled See, this, it for everybody this, this afternoon. This is where you take the credit. you got to say, I have yeah. this okay. for yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I thanks for it. holding that back. Thanks for not <laughs> just throwing it up on uh, Twitter for everybody. Right? All right. So uh, thanks again to you guys from Bigwood Brewery for, for uh, coming in. You guys have been a, a great supporter and a great friend of this show for a number of years now. And uh, we just want to wish you guys nothing but the best for future success because you guys are awesome. Thanks for having us and all the best to your show, too. Awesome. And uh, for Friday in Minneapolis from 5 to 7 and Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m., you can sample Bigwood Brewery. Yes, you can. And check out our website for all of our other tastings, too. Again, Elevated does a lot more than just beer, and we have tastings for wine and spirits as well. ElevatedBWS.com. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Talk to you again next week. Michael, we'll have to do this again next Thursday night. Let's do it. You're the best, Reavers. We'll join NBA draft coverage right after this. You're listening to the home of sports talk in the Twin Cities, 1500 ESPN. 